Hello, welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Sammy. I'm Jordana. And we are here again. <laughs> here we are. Second week of 2018. And it's just going so quickly, right? Yeah, it's already award show season. Um, yeah. The Golden Globes are on Sunday night. I What'd watched, you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't actually thought it was kind of entertaining. Um, Me too. I like that they do TV and, and movies together because then you don't have like all the sound mixing and sound editing and all that like boring shit. I don't really understand like what like who's who picks the Golden Globes? The Hollywood Farm Press. Which is who? I don't know. <laughs> the people. <laughs> Remember Fran- Frances McDormand in her speech literally said like, thanks to Hollywood Farm Press. If I ever met any of you, I wouldn't know who you were. Frances McDormand was definitely like one of the highlights of the night. Yeah. I saw three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, and wow. she was amazing in it. Um, it was a really good movie, very high quality movie. Woody Harrelson was also really good in it. I like him. Um, it was just like, what's it about? It's about this woman and her daughter is like murdered, and raped and murdered, and she's trying to find her daughter's like killer or whatever. And she says the cops like aren't really doing anything. So she she buys she's like saves up all her money and she buys these billboards to like call them out on the billboards. Ooh, that sounds um, great. Yeah, it's like and then the whole town like freaks out because like everyone I don't know. And it's about like a little bit about racism, like a little bit about about everything, and just like really good acting. Really good movie. Um, Great. Really liked it. Okay. I like that Frances, Frances McDormand looked like she just like rolled out of bed. She was wearing navy blue. Yeah. She <laughs> like, like she just woke up from a nap. Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. do I have to do this? Like everyone's going to be asking me about feminism and I have to wear this dress. Well, I'm, that's really the way to go because you think about it. Okay. Like who competes for – do you think she competes with Meryl Streep for roles? Yeah. Right. So like she can't be like Meryl who's like kind of always poised and like looks like – Right. Great and seems great and has that like reputation for just jet. So she's like going ham. Right. I feel like to differentiate herself, which works. Right. Or They're both she's, very good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They're different, but yeah, I like her. Different vibes, but like they could potentially be swapped out for roles. I could say Absolutely. What do you think of Oprah and all of the feminist stuff? I thought she gave a great speech. I don't know if I'm necessarily like Oprah 2020 just because I like like kind of a real politician next time you personally. like skeevy liars is no, what you're saying i'm not instead saying, of instead of self-made billionaire black obviously, women <laughs> obviously compared to um our current president i prefer her but i think in general um i'd like to go back to like the president being some boring man that i've never heard of until like six to 12 months before the election i could be with you on that but yeah oprah right. 2020 since i don't think that's our other option I don't think there are any potential people like that. Why don't we just let Barack run again? That's not allowed. Because um, then we would have to let Trump run again or three times. And that nothing could sound worse than you that. You can run. You can only serve two times. But right. Like, so if you win after you've served two times, like, where are you then? The vice president? I don't know. Anyway, um, I thought Oprah was great. I actually cried. Um, like, I, really? I don't cry. I don't. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't Who like cry you? and these sort of things. And it was the kind of crying that I was like, I could not like hold it back like i truly cried like wow in a way that was like i couldn't stop if i had weird. not if i had not been sort of texting during her speech i may have been paid attention enough to be crying as well oh well i texted in the middle of it like the i listened to the beginning then i was like texting and like instagramming in the middle and then toward <laughs> then all the sudden she got like really like you know really whipped up and i was like okay i and then it just kind of happens like i did not even i didn't i've never been like the biggest oprah fan not that i don't like oprah but i've never like cared so much about her i'm like i don't feel like i consume a lot of like what oprah is producing 
Like, I'm not, like, a huge Oprah consumer. Like, I don't really watch her talk show. I'm not really, like, I don't think I watch anything on, like, the own network. Yeah. Um, I, like, you know what I mean? I'm, she's, like, a decent actress. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not, like. Right. I'm, I'm like, a, I, like, I'm a fan of her, like, success and her story, but I don't really, like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, like, buying Oprah's merchandise, really, or, like, reading the book club or, like, doing, I don't know. But yeah. I'm yeah, with you on that. Big, I like her as a person. Like, I like her as an idea, but I'm not. Okay, but here's the thing. Like, now that we, like, obviously are past the threshold of, like, old boring men you've never heard of being president, like. Do you think that can never happen again? I think it can. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Reagan was, like, a TV person, like, a movie star. And but then, then, we and then you, yeah, but Bill Clinton is not, like, a boring guy. He was, like, this, like, extremely charismatic. George like, Bush was a boring guy? George Bush, George. I don't know. I feel like the Bushes, the Bushes were like, like rich, you know, like they were like actors. I guess they're not actors. HW was before Bill Clinton anyway, though. But either way, whatever there. I feel like the days of boring people are over because also millennials people, your time is up. Millennials also (laughs) millennials aren't going to vote for them. Millennials only want celebrities. I think we should give millennials more credit. I am giving us credit by saying that like. We'll see. I don't know. Time's up. I love that phrase. I don't know. Yeah. It's just fun to say. Right. I don't. <laughs> Time's up. It's okay. a great like clap back. Okay. Time's Speaking up. of celebrities, how was Vanderpump Rules last night? Speaking of the the most serious, like <laughs> uh, the Vanderpump Rules. I feel like yeah, I watch I it and I feel like worse about society because these men are constantly cheating on these girls. I mean, obviously, besides the fact that I that I'm the kind of person that watches Vanderpump Rules, which now makes me feel worse about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel definitely worse about society just because like these people are like in a like they're just like the worst people mm-hmm. and they're all like just blatantly cheating on each other and no one cares. It's like this weird alternate universe of just like people not giving a shit about anyone else and the men they cheat and they get caught and they don't even really say sorry. They're well, not like right. They're, they're not, not even really all. like sorry about it. They're like I like bl- I don't remember. Right. Like, sorry. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it doesn't count if I don't remember. Yeah, I, I I completely agree with you. Like the way that cheating has become normalized, and she just like forgives him. Like she just both like, of them. Yeah, both of them were absurd. just just forgave them. Like it's it's just crazy that like at one time you could have like three people in one episode. You have like three cheating situations coming out. You had Brittany, Tom Schwartz, and mm-hmm. you had uh, what's his name, Rob Valletta on Sheena. Yeah, and and Sheena. Oh, we have to talk about Sheena. She's like truly like delusional. Like yeah. it's a good episode. Good episode, but like I was <laughs> Bad really for society. Good for TV. Yeah, I was really disturbed by the fact that she was like just completely like I don't believe you. Like I don't believe it at all. It's not true. Like he doesn't kiss me, so he obviously is not cheating on me. Like by kissing some other he's girl, not a kisser. Right. What does that even mean? Yeah. I mean, it just goes to. Sh- I mean, like this society that that like they live in or like the rules of society they live in are so like lax it's like this weird complete opposite version of like the i don't know like the pilgrims right yeah Where like it's like neither of those things are like good like ultra conservatism or like you know societies where women can't do anything or like everyone's like very strict and you get extremely penalized for breaking the rules but this is like almost like the other end which is just like chaos right it's too liberal well the pilgrims it's too it's not like reined in enough so it's funny that like the pilgrims would probably say that like that like that like vanderpump rules is the result of when you stop being like a pilgrim 
That's like right. the ultimate well, thing. It's the ultimate. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're on both ends of the spectrum, and I think both are almost equally terrible. I don't wasn't really alive. What would you prefer to be a pilgrim or a Vanderpump Rules? I prefer person. to be a Vanderpump Rules person. They have a lot more fun, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that I'd necessarily be happier. I think I'd be equally as unhappy in both scenarios. Okay, fair. Well, anyway, how seriously do you think Sheena is just dating Rob for his, like, nice, fancy house? He seems like a cool guy. I think, like, she probably really likes him. I don't know why he's dating her. Yeah. Is really my question. That, too. I totally understand why she's dating him. He's, like, a definite upgrade from her last husband. Although, like... It's kind of sad the way she was like at Rob's house. Like we have like a he has like a big kitchen and we have like a catered dinner and like my old way of life was just like sitting eating like TV dinners by like right. That's like, what I'm saying. Right, like, it's like she that's wouldn't. She's fault. You like you like that. Like too, you didn't. Like, you weren't paying for the private chef. Yeah, right. It's okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like I don't think she would like Rob if it didn't come with these private chef dinners and like a gorgeous decanter. And it seems like, like everyone loves Rob. Yeah, because right. he's like. He's what they want to be. I don't get what's in it for Rob. Like, I think why Rob is Rob is, doing this? I don't know. I don't know Rob, but I think that I yeah. I think Rob like represents like kind of like their goals. Like if they weren't like if they were able to somehow let go of this like completely irresponsible like just complete obligationless or like commitmentless life that they have somehow like created for themselves. Rob they is who they Rob. would be, but they don't realize what does that. Rob do? I think he's a producer. She said, but it, oh, but yeah. they don't understand that like, like, like Tom Schwartz was saying, he's like, I can't not have my boys nights. Like, what am I going to do without my boys? Right. Nights? The best. Like, that was the best line right. when she's like, I'm just asking you to not black out so that you don't cheat on me. Right. The, and he's <laughs> like, well, you're not going to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the problem is, the problem is not that they like that, like. Tom Schwartz goes out to dinner with his friends. It's the fact that his friends and Tom, like, they obviously don't have enough control over their behavior when they drink and they just, like, are completely, like, if we went out, like, we could go out and, like, sit at a restaurant or a bar and just, like, not go completely crazy or do anything to make a fool of ourselves. But we could get super drunk and, like, go home and not remember anything. But the difference is that, like, they get, they can't just, like, get normal drunk they have to like get so drunk and hook up with 16 different girls and have 65 different people see it and take photos and get it blown up honestly like why wouldn't they do that there's no consequences that's what i'm saying like right like if you're they're living in a world where they do that they say sorry like half-assed a couple times and like everything's fine of course they're gonna like keep doing that why wouldn't they well because they don't realize that if they just like curbed that that like maybe in like two or three years they could be like rob valetta with like a real life like if they just like kind of got serious like imagine if tom and tom like decided to be kind of like serious business people not that they never can drink again but like take themselves seriously like if any of these people decide to take themselves seriously i truly believe that they could be successful it's just the fact that they don't do that i don't think they're smart enough well they also either the towns is smart enough to go to law and they're unwilling to take the first step to be like no i'm just gonna not black out and cheat on my girlfriend it just also like really annoyed me when like tom got more upset at lisa vanderpump being like disappointed in him than his wife who was like yeah, cheated on. Right, he like because, didn't even care because Lisa because they're all like are, like tiny. They're like babies, pretty much. Like they're all just like acting like let's say ten year olds. So a ten year old cares more when like their mom yells at them than their like girlfriend. You know? Yeah. They act like just immature little babies. I don't know. They're all like terrible. And also the Jack's Britney thing. I'm not surprised about that. Yeah. Either. 
So should we move on to our next portion of the show? We have an exciting, um, yeah, a bit of a so change to announce. We're about to we're about to change up Batch Slapped um, to make it more. If, for any of those of you who are like old school fans who started following us back in 2011 when we started, you'll know that we started with, with something called the Batch List, mm-hmm. which is basically where we discuss like various phenomenon that happened in our lives and just kind of made fun of it and talked about it and like. Just things that people, really we and people yeah. around us do. And yeah, just rip it apart. Like Our number one thing was talking shit. Yeah. Cut. Number two yeah. is not keeping up with the news, which is obviously not what we do anymore. Was three birthdays? Three was birthdays. Four was mobile uploads. Yeah. Um. So this, yeah, this is when we were in college. And obviously things have changed a lot since then. It's been almost seven years. Yeah. Um, but we want to bring back the concept because the thing that we love about Betches the most is the social commentary and like the, the saying things out loud that people don't talk about. So we really want to bring that back. We're going to add a new modern day batch list where we're going to discuss it right here. Um, this is the kickoff of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have any suggestions or you have any like questions relating to like any of these topics or a new topic that you think we should talk about, like that kind of phenomenon, please email us at slapped at betches.com. That's S-L-A-P-P-E-D at betches.com. Um, and we'll definitely take any of your input into consideration. Yes. So our first topic is one of our favorites, which actually kind of like inspired this transition in a way. And that is vacation Instagram. Yes. Which did not exist when we were in college. Yeah. Yes. Um, but would have been a gold mine if they were. What yeah. people did in college was that they would update their BBM status oh, yeah. to be the city that they were in. But like now... Now that you have Instagram and like built and the cameras are much better, it's not like you're just like up, like mobile uploading your shitty BBM pictures. There's a new opportunity to not only say that you're visiting somewhere cool, but to show everyone like exactly how much money you're spending there. Yeah. Because of. Yeah. Because of like just the ability to show your surroundings. Yeah. So we've analyzed this topic a lot in our personal conversations. Let's dive in now. Okay. Um. How did this come about? We noticed basically like at the end of December that every single person we knew was on like a safari. Um, and or somewhere equally Or absurd. somewhere yeah. equally exotic, like, yeah. you know, just like you floating Aspen in. or the Maldives or like yeah. one of these like, I don't know. And what we sort of like realized, but like there's nothing new that you can do anymore at, because everyone is essentially just kind of taking vacations and like, in my opinion, probably picking their vacation spots with in with like their Instagram and showing everyone where they're going to go in mind. Like, do you like everywhere is a cliche? Everywhere has become a cliche because it's everywhere on social media. So sad. So like, I used to think that like going on a safari was a vacation for like, let's say when you're like 50 and your kids are out of your house as a parent, you go right. on like or a 30 like grand. England. Yeah. You go and on like a $30,000 safari. It's insanely nice. It's something that you like see later in life right. because it's like, it's like the high, one of the highlights of your like life. Yeah. It's like a very exotic thing. Now it's like your friend whose parents pay their rent is like on their, not even their honeymoon, like their pre honeymoon vacation. Right. On a safari. Do you think it's also because travel has become like a little cheaper? Like my mother on her, my mom's been married a few times, but on her first, (laughs) um, her first honeymoon was to like Disney World and that was the first time she was ever on a plane. Like now it's like, it has to, you have to, it has to be the most insane vacation of your life. Right. And like there's nowhere to even go. Yeah, there's nowhere to even go now and there's no Instagram that hasn't been taken. Like the other day I saw, um, 
like a Victoria's one of the Victoria's Secret angels, Josephine Scriver. She was she had a geotag for Antarctica, and like the first second I thought was like first thing I thought when I saw that was not like oh my god that's so cool. It was like oh great now everyone's gonna have to achieve that geotag. It's like okay like you're gonna now you're what gonna are you see doing Antarctica. What was she you doing? You pretty much like it seems like she was on a boat going through like a glacier like just taking a tour, which I did in Iceland. Check my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to plug that um yeah it's i don't know i feel like the whole i feel like iceland was a place that people went for instagram but it's way cooler in person than it is on instagram well who gives a shit right (laughs) i know right like so okay so now now my question does this affect where you would go ever go on vacation well it makes me not want to go to the places that are like absurdly cliche right but at the same time it's like easier to go to those places because you can get so many recommendations someone's like already vetted the whole place where you know you know exactly where to go like right. while i was planning i took a vacation in the beginning of december and i was like looking at places to go um and i was looking at instagram too for these places to go like not necessarily for like where we get the best picture but just like where to go in these right. places like what there is to do in these places and it's hard, like, it's hard to go somewhere where no one's ever been because mm-hmm. you don't know, like, you really have to do a lot more research and, like, a lot more mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, what the best thing to do is. Whereas, like, if your friend went to Playa del Carmen, they're going to just tell you all the shit that you need to do. Right. Like, but it's, I feel like it's sort of, like, ruined, like, this chasing of different locations, I think, sort of ruins the locations for being what they are. Like, right. Like, I would love to go to Mykonos, but... Do I want to waste my vacation on Mykonos where everyone I know has been? Like, but that's sad that I would think that way when Mykonos is like a pretty cool place. And like, why should my why should my enjoyment of it be affected by where other people have been? The fact that other people have been there, right? Well, it used to be that like if your family went on vacation or you went on vacation, you just like told like you were like out, and then you had the printed out pictures of anyone wanted to come to your house and flip through your like album and look at your pictures, which no one ever wanted to do, like. Ever. Can you, it's so funny that people like look through people's like albums or Instagrams for like their vacation things now. Like back in the day, like if you went away and you took like actual pictures and you wanted to show them to someone, like no one would give a shit. Actually, I made like a Snapfish album of my my last vacation and and it's just like on my coffee table. And anytime anyone comes over, that's the, they always say like they want to see it. Well, that's because they're bored. (laughs) <laughs> are you saying i'm boring no i mean like that's not because like that's because it's right. like literally right in front of them like right right, right. Um, it's not like they're like oh let me can you please show me like an album no one would your... come over to see the album yeah it's more like they're there they see the album also it's like whenever you someone get knowing thing about going on vacation is like whenever you get back people like ask how it was but like no one really cares like everyone's vacation was great like and people also, i got yelled at the other day for not asking someone like how their trip was it's like i don't really care how your trip was but it's also like the person <laughs> doesn't what are they going to do be like tell you like tell you about their vacation like you saw everything i did on instagram right. story i can see, maybe that also adds to it. it's like i can see it online i also don't really care like if you unless something like unless you got abducted by like the locals there like i don't really care that you like paddleboarded and like went on like i wouldn't i don't i don't like telling people about my vacation like it's not i had a good time like like it was cool it was very cool cool. i don't care like i mean no one it's just like unless like i got into explosive explosive fight with my boyfriend if i had like if that was like that would be like something i'd want to hear about someone else's trip but no (laughs) one's telling me that no one's putting that on instagram yeah that's something i would be interested in hearing about someone's vacation i don't care like what beaches you went to or what bars you thought were cool 
Like, unless I'm going there. Also, because we saw that you did it when you posted the hashtag never leaving with a pan- a panorama right. of the bar you were at. Like, Honestly, and everyone sorry. saw it already. It's just like, yeah. It's just like, I don't care. Like, you don't really care. Do you feel that people are picking their vacation spots with these, like, yeah. with this in mind? I think th- I think it's – I don't know if it's, like, so consciously, like, I need to get go there so I can get a good picture. I think it's, like, I've seen a good picture of this online and, like, yeah, it would be cool to get one like that and I kind of want to see it too. I mean, so maybe that's just for me. I don't know if that's for, like – Well, I'm looking for somewhere to go, like, next year. Okay. I've already started researching. And basically, I just well, – like, we know we want to go to Southeast Asia, like, somewhere. But, like, where? Mm-hmm. Like, where's, like, the coolest place? And, like, it actually – Whereas most people might Google this, I kind of find it interesting to, like, Google and then look on Instagram at, like, the place itself so that you can actually kind of get a feel for, like, what is it like to be there as opposed to, like, a travel website, which is only going to show you, like, the most gorgeous picture. Right. Where, like, if you just look on, like, the geotag of that city, you can actually kind of get, like, a better impression of what it's like. Well, most of the things But that's right. not the same as, like, the bragging vacation Instagram, you know? Like, I've I've already seen 1,500 pictures of people, like, on that hammock in the Maldives. Like, you know the hammock I'm talking about. Um, it's in the probably. middle of the water. It has two stakes. Danny, do w? you know it? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. It's – it's. A, I feel like I'll know it when I see it. You'll know when you see it. You've seen it. You've probably seen it in a few different locations. It's just, like, the, it kind of takes away, like, the specialness of right. – of the fact that you're, like, at this beautiful place because, like, you get the picture, you see the place, and it's, like, you're sort of thinking more about the picture. Right. Clearly, you're just getting it to get the same picture, like, the standard picture from that spot. Right. But, like, okay, even deeper than that, like, why do people feel the need to get that picture? Because you need to show people that you're there in order to, like, um, make, like justify the amount of money that you're spending. Too. Okay. It's, so like, part of – it's part – Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the picture. Oh, Danny just I've brought up the that. picture. Yeah. yeah. It's right. I guess it's to justify the amount of money you're spending. I think it's part partly that. And I think that's why people won't stop Instagramming. And this is for a different um, episode. But I think that's why people consistently and over Instagram their wedding. Yeah. Constantly use those things. Like they need to justify the fact that they just spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a party. Right. <laughs> um, so they're like, I need to just, my, at least this has to like increase my social media following. And everyone has to know that I'm this rich, that I could afford this wedding. Otherwise, right. like, what's the point of having it? Right. Um, what, so yeah, it definitely adds like new layers to why we do things. Right. What What do you, would you rather? And like, we're all guilty of that. Like, we can make fun of it. We do make fun of it. It's funny. Yeah. But like, I. I'll definitely enjoy yeah. my vacation. Not ashamed. What would, would you rather? Always, like, be experiencing the nicest things in life, meaning you go on the nice vacations, you have the nicest wedding, you have, like, you got to the nicest dinners whenever you want, you get the best clothes, but you can never, ever, ever flaunt it on social media, or you have the life you have now and you're allowed to flaunt it on social media. What would you prefer? Um, I mean, I like the life I have now, generally, but I think in, given that option of, like, nicer shit and i just don't show it to anyone yeah i'd like to delete but here's the thing i would take that life but i would just delete instagram yeah of course because i'm not going to be in the game and just like losing it i'd rather just take myself out of the game right you'd rather people wonder what you're doing right i'd rather just be a person who does cool shit and is too cool for instagram i'm not gonna like be on instagram like not like like but no one ever gets to know 
what you did. Yeah, ever. that's fine. I'll tell. I can tell them. No. Yeah, but you you like can a, tell like, them. like a real person in like the fifth nineteen fifty. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell them. You can tell them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because yeah, you're like still a regular person. Yeah. You just don't. I think get I'd be happier. I would take that life. I would remove myself from social media. And I would just be happy. I would pick that too, but do you think that everyone would pick that? I don't. Everyone would say that they'd pick it, but they wouldn't. I think everyone would say that. I don't think, I mean, I think everyone would say that they would pick it. I think most people would pick it because like at the end of the day, they would really want like nicer shit, would they not? Okay, also, maybe like, they would a lot pick of people it, have but... like 200 Instagram followers. Like, do they really care about impressing those people? Maybe they do. I'm not talking about like the 200 Instagram follower person. I'm talking <laughs> about the aspiring 3K. <laughs> yeah, the pushing 3K. Yeah, I st- I don't know. I still think I prefer to like be in nice shit. I don't like to like be on my phone when I'm in somewhere really nice too. Yeah, I prefer to just like enjoy it. So I think I'd rather live in the moment, do that thing, pretend I'm in the 50s, and just live my life. <laughs> I see that. I see that too. But sometimes when I'm okay, when I'm on vacation and I want to take pictures of stuff, I'm not even necessarily taking it for social media. I'm taking it for myself so that I can like have a documentation of like what I did. I also like to write down what I did on my vacations so that like it's not just like oh this day like every day whatever. If I want to like ever look at it, like I could know like what I did this day and like what is memorable about it. And I, that's what kind of also why I like to take pictures because then I have like a documentation of yeah, like, what I did. Yeah, that's a good reason to take pictures. That's a, that's the nice thing about Instagram. It's sort of like a timeline of like the fun shit you did that year. But only the best, most edited, face-tuned shit you did that year. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to, no one would, wants to see the lowlights of their life. Why would anyone want to see like the lowlights of, even that? Not the- lowlights, just like normal. Yeah, but like when you have a home video, it's like usually like a cute thing that someone, but even before social media and you had a home video, it was usually like the cute thing that someone was doing in the moment. It wasn't like, here's my parents arguing over money. Like, <laughs> right. It's and not, then we had a huge tantrum right, so and, like, I, and dad stormed out of the restaurant. Exactly. Like throughout like time, like when you're getting your portrait taken in the 1700s, like drawn in the 1700s, you weren't doing like a portrait of someone taking a shit. It was like them looking <laughs> like the best that they they could on like right. they're great. I don't think that's a new concept. Um, really just wanting to remember the positive things. And that's probably good. I don't think right. like it's good to dwell on right. the negative things. So I like Instagram and yeah, in that sense. And Facebook right. too, like the great thing about Facebook, even though like no people don't use it in the same way they used to, is that it's basically just like this timeline of your life. Like right. I can look back to like March two thousand six and just be like, This is what I was doing then. This is like kind of who I was then. Yeah. Obviously not like complete accurate picture, but this is a general right. sense of like the kind of clothes I was wearing, who I was, like who I was hanging out with. Like that's, that's kind of cool. And I don't think we can discount that. Um, yeah. The Instagram thing almost makes it like less real because you're picking literally just one moment as opposed to maybe like an album. And they're right. all like super filtered. And I don't think that was something people used to do. So it's probably gotten worse <laughs> in that way. Yeah. I mean, just what you were saying before about people like justifying the amount of money that right. they're spending. I always find it interesting that it's like it's never like someone who like has their own like company or is like some really successful like anything that they're doing. It's always just like someone it's always just like someone with like their parents fucking money and like it's like I, I wish that there was some sort of way that you could quantify the amount that someone spent per like on their own Instagram. So it's like okay, here I am in the it's Maldives. A great digital company. Here I am in the Maldives. This vacation cost me this much. Right. So this Instagram cost me this much because I took four Instagrams and to everything I'm, I, I I wore I bought this shirt so I could wear it in this setting 
and I like b- like bought this this like day pass at this club so that I could like come here and geotag it to the beachfront suite. Yeah, so that I could have this Instagram. I wish there was like a way that you like in the corner it could just say like like this Instagram cost this person like three thousand dollars and they are at a rate of like eighty three dollars a like. Like something like that'd be a great widget to to get into your no one Instagram. steal that idea that's yours <laughs> it's fine should we do an email completely useful yeah do you want to read it yeah um dear betches long time reader of betches and new listener of the podcast i'm writing to you in response to the episode where you mention a term i'd never heard before thruple after listening to this episode yes betches i am definitely part of a thruple with my long-term boyfriend and my best friend not romantically This thruple started out innocently, as I'm sure most do. Her ex-boyfriend was a friend of my boyfriend, so we all used to spend a lot of time together. Due to her ex's mistakes, the relationship ended. I cut ties with him immediately for my own reasons. So she started spending a lot of time with my boyfriend and I, leaning on us for support during a very difficult time. We were happy to give this time and support. We wanted to help any way we could, and the three of us had the most fun together. We started inviting her to join in our plans, even taking vacations with us. All seemed fine until months later on a vacation, this really started to annoy my boyfriend. He didn't want to upset anyone, so he internalized it and ended up feeling neglected by me. In my defense, it was so hard to make them both happy when when she was slash is so needy. Also, I, me- I should mention that she's easy to upset, and, she's, and when she's upset, I'm talking an emotional freaking vampire. But most of the time, I'm a really great friend who is always there for... She's a really great. She's friend. a really good friend who is always there for us when we need her, and I'm so happy she is part of our lives. Also, side note, another fun part of throubles is disagreements. Think a disagreement is tough with yourself and another person. Try it with three. Someone is always getting ganged up on. It is not always me, but I do seem to get it worse when they are angry because I'm closer with both of them. Luckily, I'm a bitch, so I shut that shit down. So now I have sh- I have shared my experience with my throuple. My main issue is we are finally going on a long vacation we planned a while back, just the three of us. <laughs> This was booked before I knew the way he felt, so I'm worried about the conflict that is going to arise. I have a very stable relationship and love spending time with the both of them, but it's hard on my boyfriend and when he doesn't get that time with me. And it can be hard on her to see us act all relationshipy because she is still heartbroken. This trip is a really big deal for me. It's something that has been on my bucket list for a long time. I'm so excited and I just wanted to have the best trip with my favorite people. How do I make everyone happy and still have fun myself? Is this even possible? Do I just run away and make my own adventure? Kidding. Maybe not. I feel like it's impossible to keep them both happy the whole time while also enjoying myself. And haha, no, I am not canceling this trip. I, um, I could really go on forever, but I'll keep it short. I'm stuck in the middle of a throuple. Sincerely, Three's Company. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the whole question is just about what they should do about this trip. I think the bigger question here is that you need some boundaries. I, yeah. Um, I know Stassi was on our podcast a while ago, and she talked about going on um, Katie and Tom's honeymoon. And I to don't the think Maldives, by the, the way. Maldives, right? They took. I bet you they have the picture with the hammock. They probably do. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's healthy. I agree. <laughs> I I happen to think that thruples like taken past the point of like a joke, like going on vacation, healthy. long vacation together. Yeah, is, like, like not is very weird. Yeah, like even Stassi and Tom and Katie, like I guess that lasted. But again, we just spoke about how the Vanderpump Rules people have absolutely no sense of like boundaries or like commitment or right. anything. So they, it might work for them because of like their baseline standards for living. But like as a regular person, this is probably not a sustainable relationship with either your boyfriend or your best friend. And it sounds like 
the person who it's not sustainable with is your best friend since she's the one who becomes an emotional vampire i imagine she might be the source of the problem right it sounds like you all you actually have issues with both of these people in your own way it sounds like you and your boyfriend need some better communication issues because he's like silently upset about this right um when you should encourage probably more communication to figure out like what exactly is going on here um so you've already booked this trip you want to go on this trip what i would do is discuss with them individually and then maybe together that you're concerned about this happening yeah that you want to make sure like the trip goes well and that maybe i I would discuss after the trip that maybe you guys shouldn't do trips together anymore because that's just it's just fucking weird it's just not like yeah you don't need to be doing trips with your boyfriend and a friend i would like make your friend cancel no, I don't think you have to do that. I think it's fine. She's going I think that would be that would create a lot more issues than it's worth. I would and it sounds like you guys have fun together. So what I would just say to both of them individually Except when they don't. is like we have fun together a lot of the time. Let's like create like times for me to like hang out with both of you individually mm-hmm. and that the other person can do their own thing during that time. And let's just think about all the issues that might come up and how we might resolve them before we leave. Yeah, I agree. I and then I wouldn't do this trip ever again. Yeah, I think I think you also kind of have to like choose which one you want to invest more in emotionally. Um, it's and it sounds like the better idea would be your boyfriend. Assuming I don't know. you feel I don't know you have to choose. I think it's like No, you kinda like I think because they've created this dynamic that is like clearly not the healthiest to like sort of like repair that, she has to like like the thruple needs to be disbanded as a thruple. And then she needs to work on her individual relationships have, with both people. Right. I think you can have like two strong, very two very strong individual relationships. I don't think you need to like choose, but I don't think you need to have them together. Right. The thruple needs to be I think, disbanded. Right. I think you'll enjoy both people's company more when you have your own personal relationship with them. Yeah. I like it's it's true of any kind of three person relationship, like three friends or whatever. Like it's good to have like a dynamic between the three of you, but that can't be like the main dynamic. The main dynamic has to be like you and your boyfriend and you and your friend. And then like occasionally the three of you will maybe like we'll hang out. That's yeah. fine. And like a in like a very low stakes setting, not like a not like Vacation. a trip to what it sounds like Thailand or somewhere like like very far right. where you can't get away from each other. Yeah. So learn from this experience. I think you'll still have a really good time. I would just like be casual about it and just b- before you go, just make sure you have those talks. To people tell them your concerns because people are always afraid to tell people like how they feel. But if you say it in like a nice way and it sounds like you don't have anything terrible to say about either of these people, yeah, um, they'll be prepared and they'll know before they before they can annoy you what might happen. Also, maybe try helping your friend find a boyfriend because then you might not have this problem and you could just be couple friends. It's a good idea. So. All right. Do you want to read the next one? Um, I don't know if we have time. I think we should move on to games. Okay. Let's do game. Okay. Would you rather have Oprah be your life coach or have Reese Witherspoon make a movie about your life? It's very easy. Um, I'd rather have Reese Witherspoon make a movie about my life. I seriously disagree. Why? Because Oprah would be a way better life coach and Reese Witherspoon's movie about my life would be – I don't want her capitalizing on the movie about my life. It's well, my life. You're going to get paid too. Probably not enough. She's going to like take all the money. It's my life. Why should she get it? I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool to have a movie made about me. I'd rather have Oprah be my life coach than have a movie made about me. I don't want everyone knowing everything. And you can't Instagram the movie title and the and the trailer and the premiere. You know, that would be a loss. It would be a loss. I'd probably have a great CPM on that Instagram. I think if, we, I think I, if, we, I think if the two of us um, like chose these answers, if they were actually presented to us and we chose these things, I think you'd be so jealous when my movie came out. 
You know, I might be jealous, but maybe Oprah, being my life coach, will have helped me deal with my jealousy problems. It's very possible. It's a good point. Oprah will be like, you don't need that shit. Whatever. If you guys have any questions or any yeah. input on this, please email us oh. at slapped at betches.com. Okay. Wait. I have another question. I already, I already asked you that one. Okay. Here's a, here's a thruple-related question. If you had to be in a celebrity thruple, whose relationship would you want a third wheel? I was thinking about this last night. Um, me too. I think the Obamas, maybe. Although I feel like they would like not include me. <laughs> right, they have like their own thing. Or maybe like Blake Lively and um, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds might be interesting. Yeah. Although I think they'd get annoying too. See, mine would be Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Okay. Because I think that like you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, and I think that they aren't like too insecure about their own relationship which is in my opinion the downfall of a throuple what if you were uh jonathan chevin for kim and kanye um i don't know if they're knows? a throuple i don't think like kanye interacts i think chevin just becomes a throuple of whoever kim's husband is at the time okay would but you not ra- even like i don't think it's as mutual with the male to male thing would you rather be a throuple with tom and katie or jackson Brittany? um probably jackson and Brittany. Because um, I I think Britney is nicer and less prone to jealousy than Katie. And Jax is like funnier. And Tom Schwartz, like Jax like owns his behavior more than Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz is like, I don't remember anything. Jax like denies it. He's like literally seven years old. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, he is. And and Jax, Jax is also obviously not, you know, the most mature. But I think that he is like... He he takes the whole thing himself less seriously. They're know. a more laid back couple. I think the best thruples, if I had to be in one, I would want to be with like not an uptight couple. I could agree with that, but I also think that Jax is like kind of more manipulative, and so I'd be like a little worried to get too close to him. Right, right. But the person he'd be screwing would be Brittany, not you. Hopefully, well, depends on our thruple dynamic. True, you never know. Yeah. Okay. okay let's do one more shoot party BBFF with. Reese Witherspoon, Oprah Winfrey, and Frances McDormand. Okay. BBFF with Oprah, party with Frances McDormand, and I would have to shoot Reese Witherspoon. I would too. I have to say, I don't know if this is like an unpopular opinion or if anyone's talking about this, but I find Reese Witherspoon very annoying. She has this like very like girl, like girl, like Oprah is the best hugger. It's like, shut the fuck up. Right. It's like, (laughs) no one cares if she's a hugger. The woman like grew up like in an abusive home and now she's a billionaire. Like, okay, I'm sure her hugs are the most important thing about her. She just has this like entitled, like kind of holier than thou shit about her that really irritates me. That's because she was born like a Southern socialite and now she's a famous actress. So she never had to practice what other people would know as being down to earth. She's also like this weird, like kind of like she has this brand of feminism I'm a feminist, but I don't like her brand, which is like... Don't offend anyone. We all just need to, like, support everyone all the time. Like, constantly. We just need to, like... We just need to do it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right. Her, I think her brand of feminism is, like, don't offend anyone, which... It's like, cheesy. Which I once... I once read an excerpt about Reese Witherspoon, which sort of changed my opinion about her. I think it was maybe in, like, Amy Schumer's book. It was in a book of a celebrity. Like, a celebrity writing a book about themselves or, like, a okay. essay book. And basically, if I remember, I'll let you know. But basically, it was Reese Witherspoon was giving someone advice about like not looking like being rude to like the paparazzi or like being rude and like looking miserable in a magazine, like you know, and, like us like shoots you and it's like we're just like us. Reese Witherspoon's advice to this 
other famous person was like, the reason like you can't look upset ever or be like hostile to the media is because they don't want to see you being hostile to the media. They only want to see you happy as if your life is amazing, that everything is great because that's who you are. And I think that I read this around like, because that's who you are to them. Mm-hmm. And I think I read this around – kind of around the time or at least it was like in my head that that arrest that she had where she was like, do you know who I am? Right. And there was just such a juxtaposition and like a clarity on how like Reese Witherspoon is just like everyone else, super manipulative about her image and that like all that nice stuff is just like an act. Right. And she really like – that. that's kind of what bothers me. She yeah. doesn't – I don't dislike her like in general that much. I think she's talented. Much. I just think she's like annoying as fuck. Yeah. And like you're right fake i think that's i think yeah. what it comes down to it the thing that annoys me about anyone when i'm like really irritated with them is like this sense of like a like fakeness or like a uh inauthenticity which is the same problem stassi has with sheena <laughs> right but sheena is delusional that's different than reese witherspoon who's manipulative about her image which Maybe. most successful actresses are yeah so all right well we are out of time um, it's been a very big week in pop culture, as you can tell. Yeah. And if you have any suggestions for us for The Batch List, please let us know. We are open to your suggestions. We want to bring this back. Um, yeah. And email us at slapped at Betches.com. That's S-L-A-P-P-E-D at Betches.com. Yay. Okay, bye. Bye. Betches.